took me three weeks to get down, like just closing a hard card. So it was like, yeah. you know, I made like a couple hundred bucks, like for, you know, some personals that were willing to help me out. And, you know, they're starting off and, you know, you need to do good. And here, like, you know, I'll help you out. But like, that was, I didn't feel accomplished from that. Cause it's like, yeah, I, yeah it wasn't like a real client yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, just people helped me out. And then, um, I closed my first like deal for like, it was like 2000 ALP and I made like 1200 bucks off that. And I was like, like this is definitely life changing. Like you just see one deal, yeah. you know, hit the bank account, and it's a little bit different. I remember that feeling. Yeah. So it took me about a month to pick up. So figure, you know, a month of June cleared yeah. over ten thousand income, and then month of July cleared over twenty two thousand income. Is that the most you ever made? Yeah. Twenty two thousand in a month. Yeah. Nineteen years old. What's the most you ever made in a week? Got to be eight grand or something. It was nine grand. Yeah. Nine grand in a week. C seven. Nine grand in a week. Twenty two thousand dollars in a month. Nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. Not even a year in a selling life insurance. Yes, four, four, four or five months. months. Another episode of Adversity Kings. We got special guest, one of the top performers in my business, Jack Pentec, earning an episode. If you're in the business, 25K net personal or 50K net team, and you get your own personalized podcast where we just talk about you, your life, where you came from, uh, what you're doing now, which is obviously selling life insurance, where you're headed, what's your vision. And just, you know, talk on life a little bit as well. So, a um, little bit of a longer episode. <clears throat> My big dog, shout out Zaleski. Follow Champagne Zaleski on uh, all social media. He's filling in. He's basically, we're going to start calling him our co-executive media producer because he helps us a lot with media. So, shout out to Champagne Zaleski. If you need to do anything, bro, when I were recording, if you need to run any little errands, good to go. But if not, we're good to rock. Pentec, how you doing, bro? Good, how are you? I'm good, man. So... We just recorded an episode before this on Paycheck Friday. Stay tuned for that. Pentec's been top income earner for a while now, consistently week after week. We work 100% commission, so there's volatility in the income. That's just what entrepreneurship is and being a man or a woman, a real adult, being paid based off capitalistic efforts, being paid off of um, your efforts, ultimately. You know, being paid off your production. So it's like, I really love that. I like a meritocracy where it's like, again, if you do good, we pay good. So, um, car, you just got a new car a couple yeah, months ago, a month ago. You got C7 a C7 Corvette. C7 Corvette. Probably one of the first out of his neighborhood to do something like that at the age that he's at, too. Yeah. Because what are you, 20? 19. 19 years old, man. 19 years old. Young as hell, dude. I can't imagine. I started this opportunity at 18, turned 19 the following month. And this, this industry has changed my life, bro. I can tell you to flash forward six years. You'll probably be six times farther than I am. But in six years, you know, I've made almost six million dollars. My passive income is 30, 40 grand a month. So it's like just imagine if you just if you just with first off, virtual should make you twice as better anyways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're 24 years old, shit, dude, you just keep your head down and keep doing what you're doing. You should be 80 grand a month, passive income, 12 million dollars made. Should be living that Jake Paul life. You know what I mean? Something stupid. So let's talk about born and raised, bro. Where were you born and raised? I was out of uh, New Lenox, Illinois, so it's like the south suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. Um, uh, the Joliet area is more common than where I live. It's like right next to it. Yeah. Um, I would say it's like a small, just normal town. Uh, not too much going on, but just like a couple high schools, a couple junior highs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I grew up playing like baseball, football, basketball, just really athletic. And, you know, it's all I really wanted to do. And I never thought I'd be in this position today because yeah. I thought I was going to go to college and play baseball. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, just something was kind of nudging me one day and I was like I don't think this is the right decision for me 
I was going to go to Naperville or North Central College, which is actually down the street from here. Yeah. Uh, play baseball and everything and just get a business degree. But then I kind of just, something just hit me one day and I was like, Mom, I don't want to go to college anymore. Uh, and then obviously I was here last year. You, you and Justin know that. And then I uh, came back as Blake. I, I've been boys with Blake for a while. Yeah. And he's like, you should, you, just, you messed up, man. Like, you should have stayed. Like, you'll be so up right now. And just come back and check it out. And then I did. And then, you know, one thing led to another. And now I'm, I'm here for good. Let's go. So, who were you closest with growing up, mom or dad? Uh, parents were divorced, yeah. so mom, for sure. Um, you know, I just always wanted to take care of her and yeah. make sure, like, in the future. Um, you know, we'd kind of butt heads here and there, but, you know, one yeah. day I always know that everything's going to be made up for yeah. um, as long as she's alive and I'm alive. So yeah, putting in the work now for her. And and what nationality are your parents? Uh, my mom's side, or dad's side's, like, Hungarian and German, and then my mom's side's like just Swedish, I believe. Okay. So nothing too special. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Let's go. And so what was, you know, obviously being in sports <coughs> and everything like that, but but were there any monumental moments growing up that kind of like changed the trajectory of your life and made you who you are today? Uh, I would just say, you know, growing up, my, my like I said, my parents got divorced at an early age, so it wasn't like anything where like I was traumatized over it or something like that, and it wasn't necessarily... You know, bad on my part, I was so young, I don't really remember it too much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just having one parent growing up, I, I saw, like, the struggle. Yeah. And, like, I just don't want that struggle to be for my future family, let alone my mom. Yeah. You know, now that me and I have a sister as well and a couple brothers, but, you know, me and my sister were from my mom. And, you know, she was just really, um, you know, sometimes just I, I couldn't get what I wanted. I was always the kid that wanted everything. Yep. Um, and I couldn't get what I want always. So then I realized that, you know, I got to step up and, you know, us moving out, going to college, stuff like that. Definitely probably eased the bills off her and, you know, gave her some relief. She misses us and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's good uh, that we're old enough now where she has less bills to take care of and Mm -hmm. more time to herself. thousand percent. And what about what was your most massive accomplishment before graduating high school? Uh, Man, like, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. I, I don't know, just like sports, like, you know, I, I wasn't like a, like a pushover in sports. Like, I, like you know, you, everyone walks around and says they're the best and stuff like that. I mean, I was pretty, pretty well, no, I've well seen over you play aver- basketball. You can move. Well over average. And, you know, a lot of people, like, I feel like looked up to me for that. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I took it for granted a little bit, which I kind of feel like selfish for. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, you've got the same quick time, hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Good I size. I always, I would wake up and, you know, go outside in the summers. Like, I wouldn't just sit inside and play video games all the time. Yeah. Uh, I was always doing something, either basketball. So, it's like a seasonal thing. So, baseball in the summer, basketball in the winter, football in spring. Yeah. So, I was always active and, you know, I wasn't really a school kid. I'm, you know, you weren't either. Um, so, it's like, you know, not school's not for everybody. Um, you know, the sports were, but not the schooling part. If I could go play on a team right now, like, for some sort of, like, competitive baseball team, I would. But, like, that's yeah. not really a thing. Like, they have, like. Are you better than John Rings? Oh, 100%. Seriously? Yeah, easily. So you don't think anybody in here is better than you in baseball? No chance. For real? No shot. <laughs> oh my! I didn't realize you were. Ni- no shot. Who's we were two feet away. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the one time we were playing. <laughs> in the, in the oh, he did put you down. All right, we were playing with a wiffle ball bat, and what were we playing with? Was it like a rubber globe life ball? I think so. <laughs> two feet away. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, so let me let me ask you this then. So you're better at John Rings than baseball, John Rings. Uh, make sure you take notes on that if you watch this. What about so you graduate high school? You had to have started with us then. If it was a, you probably started with us a couple months out of high school. Yeah, it was like 
right before I transitioned into junior college. I actually did one, one year of junior college, but I didn't go in. I yeah. was just virtual. Yeah. Um, so I was working for like the hometown, my hometown restaurant, uh, which is just a delivery driver. There's nothing special. I was yeah. making like, you know, like 500 bucks a week. And I was like, wow, like this is nice. Cause like compared to what I had to do, I worked for four hours and drive around town. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then I did something for a union. I did some labor work and it was like the easiest labor work though. I was like, uh, you know, like those cords right there, like you literally go in a hotel room and you tape them down on the floors. Like yeah, for gas. business, yeah, business conferences. Yep. Uh, so I was making like, it was decent money doing that uh, a couple of days a week with someone in my family. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Blake sucked me back in here. And, you know, I, at first it just like wasn't working, not working out necessarily, but like he's like, dude, you just gotta quit your job. And, you know, I had like super little money to my name at the time because I, I was, I was done with my money. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're young, you don't really think about the long term. You just think about the now. Have you been better with it? Oh, well, yeah. Like, like I was telling Blake, I, I well, we have an apartment now and now cars and stuff like that. I had $292 in my bank account when I started in April. And then it was the end of the beginning of June. I think it was the beginning of July. And I was reflecting over like 10 grand in the bank. And I was like, wow, this is definitely changing because how much I spent too. I spent a, a decent amount. Well, rent, car payments, yeah. stuff like that. Like it's just bound to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah. Well, I always tell people, you never have a spending problem. Yeah, it's a making problem. you got a making problem. Yeah. Let's go. And so the athletics to the business to getting started to transitioning for not working out and then coming back, I think that's a key piece that you know people miss is the shit just didn't work right away. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm -hmm. a matter of you weren't working, but you know, I always tell people there's, there's, you just gotta, you gotta treat people good <clears throat> and treat people right. Because if we would have ended on bad terms somehow, where we just were really disrespectful or something like that, even if Blake hit you up, you wouldn't have felt welcomed to come back or wanted to come back because the environment would have clashed, you know what I mean? Yeah. With what we desired versus what you desired. And so I think it's so awesome, you know, you were able to come back. And if you're out there right now and whatever you're pursuing in life and you, you kind of took a step back, just know that, you know, maybe it just wasn't the right season, but you're the right person. Mm. Maybe it's not the right thing, but eventually if you find the right thing and if line up the right season, you're for sure the right person, you're going to have some success. You're going to have some success. So you got to come back. Yeah. First two, like, you know, starting in the beginning of April, like it took me three weeks to get down, like just closing a hard card. So it was yeah. like, you know, I made like a couple hundred bucks, like for, you know, some personals that were willing to help me out. And, you know, they're starting off and, you know, you need to do good and here, like, you know, I'll help you out, but like that was I didn't feel accomplished from that because it's like yeah, I, yeah it wasn't like a real mind. client yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just people helped me out, and then um, I closed my first like deal for like it was like two thousand ALP, and I made like twelve hundred bucks off that, and I was like, like this is definitely life changing. Like you just see one deal, yeah, you know, hit the bank account, and it's a little bit different. I remember that feeling. Yeah, so it took me about a month to pick up. So figure, you know, a month of June cleared yeah. over ten thousand income, and then month of July I cleared over twenty two thousand income. Is that the most you ever made? Yeah, twenty two thousand in a month. Yeah. 19 years old. What's the most you ever made in a week? Got to be eight grand or something. It was nine grand, yeah. Nine grand in a week. C7, nine grand in a week. $22,000 in a month. 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Not even a year into selling life insurance. Yes, yeah, four, four, four or five months. months yeah. Consistently selling life insurance. Stupid. I'm excited to build up my residuals too, like the yeah. renewal check. I kinda you, got have you gotten I, renewal checks? I kind of got screwed over this month. I had a big ledger charge back. Yeah. It was supposed to be $900, but, you know, it was. A little lower than that. What's the biggest renewal check you've gotten? That was the first one I got. That was the first one. Yeah. So next month. Well, actually, opening. no, it was 500 bucks because yeah. it, 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 it didn't come in the mail, but I had to email the home office and they gave it to me. Got it. Yeah, Let's I go. Got it. So, so we got it. It was like 500 bucks. And then just Does that cover car insurance. Yeah. My car insurance is cheap, like 200 bucks. Let's go. Yeah. There's your car insurance for a couple months. 
Yeah. So renewals coming in, money coming in, excited to keep building. Top producer, you got to be top five, top ten, maybe top ten year to date. We do mm. got some heavy, heavy hitters, believe it or not, out yeah. there. But um, so as things are moving forward, what's the goal for the next 90 days? Uh, next 90 days, I was talking to Blake about it last night, actually. I think we just need to both even step up the kind of recruiting process of things. You know, it's more um, we can only show people the opportunity, but it's more if they're willing to, you know, kind of embrace it. And that's something they're looking for because you can't really make someone that's not in that path to do what you're doing. Yeah. You know, a lot of people I'm I'm friends with a lot of people that go to college and like, you know, I've I've told them about it and they're just like good for you. But, you know, just not interested. It's not I'm going to go to college and get my degree, stuff like that. Like, no, no harm against them, no foul against them. But it's just like, you know, if you can't make someone go work for you, then maybe after they might, you never know. Because yeah. whatever they have after college planned out might not work out for them. Thousand percent. You know, man. there's a lot of people out there um, that, that will definitely come to an opportunity like this after, but they didn't even need to go to college to do what we're doing. Thousand percent. Which is like the cool thing about it. Like, you don't need any experience. You just, you train yourself. You mm -hmm. have everyone around you helping you out sort of thing. Yeah. And you know it's just crazy how far you can like bounce like bounce uh, energy off each other to yeah. make you better. What's gonna be your next car? Well, uh, I think next year, I'm depending on if anything else crazy comes out. I mean, I might just upgrade to the C8, but at the same time, it might not be worth it. Yeah, you know, it's like the same you know kind of structure payment as what I would be paying. Just you know, first time credit. I need to build my credit up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so especially I can with the get, vehicles. Yeah. I think I'm actually looking into uh, definitely a while before I do it, but just some sort of like a rental property, yeah. like management and stuff like that. I heard like you only have to put us like not a small percentage down because it's still like twenty to forty grand. Yeah, but you know I first think home first home home. Uh, <coughs> it's like an FHA, first home purchase. Yeah, FHA, FHA loan. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna ask Nate about that for sure because I know he just sold his first house. Yes, um, but that's definitely something I'm looking into in the future. Um, just properties and more passive income streams, even though you have to manage it still, just pay someone to do it for you. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing that I'm thinking about, just stacking up the renewals and Fire. residuals and then uh, building my team. Fire, bro. So where do you want to live five years from now? Well, it all depends because that's, that's a tricky question. Uh, you know, Blake wants to go out to Indy, um, you know, open, open off an office down there. But I would rather live somewhere warm. Like when we're in Miami, like I, I wouldn't say I would live in Miami because it's a little too hot and, you know, stuff's just like, it's a lot of networking down there for sure, but you know it's just a little too hot. I feel like yeah. somewhere in Florida for sure would be nice. Um, Alabama. I went to Alabama to visit the college, and it's actually nice in Alabama, believe yeah. it or not. There's nice houses, Crimson Tide, um, stuff like that. Um, I'm not really like a West Side kind of person, like Arizona, California. That's just way too hot. Yeah, for me. it's too much. I like Texas, yeah, but they've been going through like the hottest year of like Texas. Yeah, I always see their homes like advertised for super, super cheap. I don't know if it's yeah. just because they're like on the border of New Mexico or yeah. whatnot, but uh, yeah, they have some knows. nice houses that you can get for pretty cheap out there. Yeah, and build a lot of land. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. A lot of land. Yeah, it's either a lot of land or no land, like some sort of like apartment complex, yeah. like in a city. You like movies or not? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Uh, I would have to say. I'd say Wolf of Wall Street. I know I it's kind you of, say it, yeah. I know it's kind of like cliche, cliche yeah. but um, you know, I just it's a three-hour movie of just like greatness, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, uh, I watched the interview a couple nights ago. Interviews fire. It's a funny movie. Yeah. Um, Fight Club. You seen that one? Yeah, fire. That one's good. Um, I'm trying to think of what other ones. I like the Transformer series. They're pretty. Yeah, dope. yeah those are hard. Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, artist, song, 
music's hard for me. Like, I don't have, like, a favorite song. A lot of people give me shit for it. It's just, like, rap music, honestly. Like, the new rappers, like, it's just, like, what's out right now. So it's, like, yeah. I don't really... I don't like the old stuff. I'll yeah. listen to it, but I don't really like yeah. it. Like, maybe ACDC or, like, Metallica or something like that. Yeah. But, like, nothing more than that. You got a favorite restaurant, food? Uh, I've actually been on the steak train lately. I, I never used to eat steak. Me either, bro. We were so broke, I didn't like steak. Yeah. And then you get accommodated to it because you just keep going, you keep going, you keep going with the yeah. money that you're making and the people inviting you to dinners. And it's like, you start liking steak more, you start liking it more, you start trying more expensive steaks. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you're fucking tired of Wagyu. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I've, I've uh, staked myself out. So I think the last year I've eaten just lamb. Mm. I'll go and get those. Those uh, lamb chops from Capital Grill. Yeah, Kiki on the River. We had lamb. It was fire. Yeah. Um, I I, I eat chicken every day, bare minimum. That's just like the most common. I chicken myself out, dude. I have like PTSD. Like I gotta put metal on if I'm eating like a real plain chicken. Like my sister made plain chicken yesterday, and I told her I was like, Hey, I'm down to do this, but just know, I put myself through like two years of hell of just eating chicken every day. Yeah. And like, I don't know, dude. Like. Yeah. I could definitely do the Chipotle route, like chicken rice, if I have to. But then like one day I switched up to steak. Chipotle steak's a little chewy, but like when you actually go out for a steak, mashed potato, stuff like that, yeah, um, you know, it's fire. You can't beat it. You know you've been disciplined with like your eating, and I'm thinking about this right now, is like when you start to do really weird stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. To like change the flavors. Like I think I've put peanut butter on chicken. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. like plain chicken, like just peanut butter on like, I think Connor had me do it with like shrimp and stuff like, just because mm. like of eating the same thing over and over and over and over again to just sculpt and build not only this physical just just creation but this mental sculpture of greatness of like masculinity of like not even toxic masculinity but like extreme masculinity of like nothing can destroy you yeah. and it's like man i gotta put metal on put peanut butter on the chicken <laughs> you know what i mean with hot sauce like holy shit you know yeah i never really even liked food believe it or not like i mean obviously i would eat just like but i would eat like shitty foods just like you know lucky charms for breakfast yeah uh, thousand percent pancakes yeah um, thousand percent. i don't even remember what my dinners used to be like maybe like mac and cheese stuff yep. like that like i never got into really nutrition and everything until i was like my junior year of high school maybe thousand i started percent. working out my sophomore year but then you what'd know, you graduate at uh like what year? weight what weight i think it was like 197 one, yeah 198 i, I kind of blew up my senior year yeah that you was one horrible um, to tackle I graduated. I actually started i only played football for one year in high school just because like i just didn't like my, my high school was you know, not like it was the worst one out of all three of them for sure. And it wasn't even more of that. It was just like, I don't really want to continue football. I just feel like you got uh, hit hard once. <laughs> no, I was, I was Blake I, hit I was, you hard. Blake laid you out. Blake? What Blake laid him out? No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> first, first. Blake, Blake posted on his own story last night. Who, when we were at the gym, who lists more, Blake or JP? He posted himself twice, and I think if you pulled up the the voting, I think. Oh, I voted that's, JP that's immediately. That's I them. saw that, and I was like, JP for sure, idiot. I think so. Unless he deleted it. <laughs> I was like, JP, out. dude. But uh, <laughs> let's go, dude. Um, any future things planned coming up? Uh. I wouldn't say any future like plans. I'm just kind of focusing right now more on, on the biz, you know, growing, growing the yeah. team and stuff like that. Because like I can be a, you know, top producer, you know, all I want, but you know, it definitely helps. Like Justin was kind of saying in Miami, you know, all these people around me, they're they're here because of their personal production and team. I'm just here because the team. You know, that's 
don't do anything and I just yeah. make make that money off the team sort of thing. Yeah. It's, you know, not like you're taking money out of the team's paychecks. A lot of people have that misconception as well. They're like, oh, you yeah. take money out of other people's pockets. No, it's like the company pays you for doing your job. Yeah. Just how a manager works, you know, like if you're at your just local, how a CEO gets paid. local grocery yeah. store, you're working for $16 an hour, your manager's making probably double what you're making and yeah. it's still not that great. Exactly. Just how just it works. sitting there looking at paperwork and shit, so. Exactly. Um, Man, did you, uh, you didn't come to the Jake Paul fight. Sadly, no. I had five to six tickets, though. I yeah. was, was kind of depressed. That was, that's sickening. That always sucks. Yeah. That was a fu- I wanted to buy the Logan Paul fight, but it's in London. So oh. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Yeah. Tell Simon, hey, man, <laughs> I think we're going to spend 15 bands on this Logan Paul. I was like, five yeah. bands I get away with right now, but that's something we can look forward to in the future. Yeah. But what I do think is I think we're going to try to do the John Jones fight in New York. John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. When's the McGregor? Isn't the McGregor fight in December? Does that is there maybe location? I should hold off and do that? I think uh, there's, there's a rumor that they're if it's in Ireland. Yeah, Sugar Show is the against, undercard. Uh, yeah, Sugar Show is like the co-main against who was it that he lost to? I have no idea. I don't, Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, maybe if if that comes out before I buy the John Jones fights, I'll hold off, buy a McGregor ticket, That'd be so, so and just crazy. I'll probably just be able to get one because I want a good ass ticket. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if a floor seat costs two bands, we're getting two floor seats. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's gonna be four or five bands just on tickets alone. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It would be a. It. I could see that being a billion dollar fight, dude. They did like the most like. I would uh, run in there and try to grapple up <laughs> Connor. Just they did for the, the most plot. like uh like ticket sales for the Madison Square Garden with the Sean O'Malley. Yeah, with the Sean O'Malley. They're the number one like event there. It's crazy. A lot of people thought uh, Sean O'Malley was going to lose, too. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have a doubt. I thought he was just going to whoop his ass. Yeah. Man, I, I, I had a, I thought it would be a little closer, and I fell asleep like I always do. I hate that. It's, it's like the fucking event starts 9 o'clock, and the main one never comes on at 12. Any yeah. Anytime you ever tried to watch a UFC fight with me. I was, I was asleep for the sugar Yeah. This one time I had Nate in here watching him with me. And I, I just I just wake up to him screaming at the TV like real close, like like a five year old, like real close, like swinging at the TV, like kill him, beat his ass, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening, dude? It's like one a.m. Like what the fuck? And uh, it was crazy. What about? Are you watching any of this Logan Paul Dylan Dennis? It's been on my beef, tic- it's in my TikTok. It's pretty he's funny. He's going honestly. crazy. Dylan Dennis is posting. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. He's getting Imagine personal. that was your girl, dude. He's getting personal now. I would be, I'd be sick, dude. Yeah. He got. So, I mean, it's been a week of him just posting, X X X X. <laughs> like you're it's like, all these X's. His girls, uh, Logan Paul's girls, been with, and it's been blowing up, dude. Been. I think he's humiliating. Just. He's running that whole show. He's humiliating everybody. Yeah, I heard he's more of like an MMA fighter though. He so is. I, I, he, I'm, I think I'm he said like 
I think I'm gonna lose, but that's not the point. He goes, the point's like the money, obviously, and like he goes, I mean, in my opinion, I'm gonna whoop his ass, but he goes, Logan's been boxing compared to me, so. I like how transparent he is too, because yeah. he's blatantly just putting the the celebrity boxing on Front Street by sh yeah. by showing these people that think these individuals are just getting swept yeah. by Jake Paul and Logan Paul. And don't get me wrong, these are athletic individuals, fighters, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, they got some fighting skill, but to 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 dominate someone with 15 years, 10 years, 20 years of experience, it just, come on, man, be realistic. So it's yeah. like, it's a payday. I bet Nate Diaz made the most money he ever did yeah. fighting Jake Paul. You know what I mean? Nah, he, he sucked. That, I mean, like that was that was embarrassing, yeah. bro. Embarrassing. So it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to buy in. What I do buy into is I don't trust shit. You know what I mean? I I don't trust shit. So I feel like that shit's a pay. If if Jake Paul called you right now and said, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna make you more famous. And I'm gonna pay you two million dollars. You gotta let me knock you out in the fourth round." Are you saying no? Probably not. I mean, Probably like not, dude. He wires over a mill. You see a mill in your account. You get the other one. When I knock you out, make you famous. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like he's not gonna fight. He hasn't fought like a real box. Like he lost. It don't matter if he did. If well, he yeah, could he pay him more than what they fucking made. Well, Tommy Fury was like the only one he really like fought, and he lost. Yeah, like, it's. I mean, I think, and he's broke. I think the he KSI Tommy Fury is gonna be interesting because oh, absolutely. KSI is like a big meme, and like if he beats Tommy Fury, like what what that means he's the best fighter, I guess. Yeah, I can't see KSI again. I, yeah, I no they'll definitely be interesting if he wins, but. Did you watch any of the political debate, the Republican political debate? I did not watch it, but I'm going to watch a recap not, later. When's the, isn't the election this year or next year? The election will be next year, right? So it should be, would it be the spring or fall of next year, I would imagine? The actual election itself will be next year. It's, it's you know, November 2024, so it'll be like the latest. Yes. Yeah. Is Trump votes. able to, to run still? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're trying to arrest him every single day. He yeah. gets indicted every day. I have no idea. I have no idea. Every day, every day they indict him. But I saw, uh, I think it's Progen or something. One of the uh, from the Wagner Group mm. in Russia got like decapitated. Really? They tried to overthrow Putin a couple months ago. I don't know if you heard about that, but they like murdered him. I've not heard about that. His plane went down. That, that really? Whole situation was so, so weird. Yeah. And then the Wagner group like took out Putin and Moscow. Oh, Moscow? Yeah. Yeah, such a weird thing. But Russia's so loyal that even though I think Putin can sometimes and I don't completely know because I don't follow politics immensely. Yeah. It's just I follow Patrick David a lot and he talks politically mm -hmm. a lot. And so I get inspired to learn more and uh from the looks of it, it's, I think the loyalty to their nation, they're very patriotic, which you have to admire and love. Mm. But they, I think they uh, sided with Putin. And um, so I, I don't think anybody is too upset from my general knowledge on Prognizhin, whatever the gentleman's name is, that was his plane went down with other individuals. Recently as well, and you know, I, I feel like it's kind of showed that Putin's some sort of like, you know, bad guy. But someone was like, hey, I think it was like someone from Nelk maybe, and they were like, yeah, Putin's actually a really cool guy. Would you oh, it was uh, Dennis Rodman, actually. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Would you rather have a super aggressive leader or a super soft leader? Like, would you rather have a Putin or a Joe Biden? 
Yeah, Putin, 100%. Yeah, I think I'd rather have a Putin. Who would you rather have, a Putin or a Joe Biden? You know what was, what was disturbing with, with, with Mr. Biden, and I feel bad for this gentleman because, you know, imagine your grandpa, grandpa has dementia and he just gets flamed by a nation of 300 million people and his legacy and your legacy is pretty much just riddled with dementia and failure and inadequacy and weakness and emasculinity. It's like, bro, that's someone's grandpa. Yeah. Just getting flamed and falling asleep, you know what I mean, in the middle of Maui while the whole fucking <laughs> a, a city in Hawaii burned down and he fell asleep during one of the press conferences. Putin, we, or, or what do they say, Biden, there's 800 people missing. <laughs> We're sending money to Ukraine. Everything will be all right. <laughs> do you see they sent money to Ukraine prior to Maui, like a couple days prior to Maui, and then, then the immediate solution to Maui was, we'll give you $700 as a relief fund. We just sent seven hundred billion to Ukraine. That's what I don't think like makes sense at all. Like a lot of people like you know under the table won't say they voted for him and stuff like that. But like, how are you gonna stand for somebody that just does that? Like, that's your leader and you voted for him and knocks out. That's wild. It's stupid. Like that appalls me. Yeah, it's stupid. It's insane. Like at least like like Trump. Like a lot of people are against him. Like he was definitely an economical man for sure. He definitely was doing a lot of right. Like when he was president, there was like no problems with like even the economy. Remember, gas was two dollars a gallon, and just everything was. Bro, have you heard that they're trying to um, reinforce COVID mandates? I, John was just and regulations. About that. that would be crazy. Yeah, I was like, anybody that complies is an absolute self-explanatory. You fill in the rest. <laughs> I will rip that mask off, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, too, I was like, well, let's just hope it's all true. Because if they get everybody believing everyone is going to die again, our call is going to take five days. Yeah. You're going to die. You need life insurance. At the same so, time, though, it's like, I feel like a lot of people, like, stop believing in it as well. Oh, so. my God. The trust in, in, in the political system in general, I think, has just completely been eradicated, especially towards... More so even just one side opposed to, you, we've almost created this like polar uh, disparity between the two of like, you can't trust them, but you can trust them. You know what I mean? And it's like the the extremity of both mm -hmm. ha has caused just this massive uh, diversion, or not even diversion, just divide, I should say, between, between the two parties. So it's like, really is. And it's unfortunate because it's basically, it's like, it's not even like, the government trying to like govern and create a better nation it's more so just these egotistical individuals just yeah. trying to like wave around and see who can make the most money off off these political corrupt systems and get the most clout and things like that and have be the most lizards you know what i mean just fucking lizard people all over the place but it says here and we'll wrap up here but just to take away from the first republican uh, presidential primary debate donald trump skipped the first 2024 republican presidential primary debate Eight of his primary rivals, most of the men wearing ties similar to the bright red one regularly worn by the former president, brawled for second place status Wednesday night. So they're already they're already deeming everybody that showed up as second place to Mr. Trump, obviously who's leading that. So it's like, but even the fact that he could no show and still be like yeah. deemed the king and, and crown the king of 
of that political debate is is uh, crazy to me. But I heard good things about this next piece here. It says uh, Vivek uh, Rams Ramswamy, I believe it is, 38 year old entrepreneur, first time candidate with uh, was alongside Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in the center of the stage, and he was the central figure for much of the night. So Ramsey clashed with former Vice President Mike Pence over his experience, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley over foreign policy, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie over Trump and more. And because he has positioned himself as a defender of Trump, Ramsey was at times a stand-in for the former president who momentarily ceded the stage Wednesday night, but will take it back Thursday when he turns himself in at the Fulton County Jail in Georgia as he faces election subversion charges i have no idea how that all is going to play out um but he's maintained a massive lead despite his legal woes and nothing that happened wednesday night is likely to turn the race on its head so crazy crazy times we live in uh crazy stories a lot of crazy shit did they end up arresting him at all or i have he, no idea i heard i heard like it's, he was going in to take mug shots on tuesday yeah or something. I, I have no idea how not, not all this works dude it's I don't even trust anything from the from the government at this point. So, no idea. But this is uh, another episode of Adversity King. Special guest Jack Pentec, his story, current events in the world, different thoughts that we got going on. If you're interested in selling life insurance, hit us up. We don't charge anything. We don't ask you for anything. We tell you to like, subscribe. That's about it. We offer a career opportunity. You know, it don't cost you anything. It costs you your time. You got to get a life insurance license, which we would assist you with. But that doesn't go to us. That goes to the Department of Insurance. So anything else, Pentec, where can people find you? They want to work with you. Uh, just send me a DM on Instagram at Jack Pentec. Uh, I have TikTok as well. Just send me a DM on there and I'll uh, show you how to do it. Let's go. Peace out, AK gang. Peace.